This week's episode of Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers provides premium stroller and crib rentals delivered straight to your Disney Orlando resort, hotel, or vacation home free of charge. You choose the time of delivery and pickup, and we do the rest. It couldn't be easier. Book your Kingdom Stroller rental today by visiting KingdomStrollers.com or call 407-271-5301. Vahidi Mekioni Mana, ladies and gentlemen, no flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait, we forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Hey, howdy, hey, and thank you for joining us here on Enchanted Tiki Talk. We're your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. And I'm Alan. So grab yourself a Dole Whip, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 117 for the week of January 17th, 2016. Hello and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk, where Keith likes to dress and drag and do the hula. Hey, you know me too well. <laughs> so, everyone, this week on Enchanted Tiki Talk, we're going to go back. It's like the most awkward intro ever. <laughs> <laughs> that was not scripted, by the way, folks. We did not write that <laughs> <ahead of> time. <laughs> so we're going to go back and talk about some of the miscellaneous topics that we've done in the past. Hopefully everybody has enjoyed them, but this time I actually opened it up to you, the listeners to get a couple other ideas as well. I always thought this was fun. I know we did it live here in in my Tiki hut here in New Jersey and you guys seem to like it. So uh, we'll stick with this and do another one. How's that sound? Sounds fantastic. Okay. So sounds good. All right. So the first one is, would you rather spend an hour at Trader Sam's or at Jock Lindsay's? Hmm. Granted, Keith, you haven't been to either one. Right. You know, it's, it's tough for you. Alan, you've been to Trader Sam's, but... No, uh, I really haven't. I saw it. Oh, I, you saw I it? You didn't go in. Oh, that's didn't right. go in. No. Oh, that's right. Okay, so both you guys, you can decide. For me, I, um, I would probably go Trader Sam's. I think it's more nostalgic and more... I don't know. It's just... It's more disney I think than uh, chocolate Lindsay's. Also, from just from uh, from looking like at the at the menus on paper, I think that Trader Sam's has a better one. The drinks are certainly seem like they are better, and the atmosphere too. I mean, with the shows and the animatronics and stuff, I think that that would just be a better time overall at Trader Sam's. I have to agree. I'm going to go to Trader Sam's. Um, I've heard really good things about the the food at Jock Lindsay's, and I want to definitely try that. But the Trader Sam's was the first. That's the one they have in California, so it's got a certain a certain je ne sais quoi about it. Uh, it just it, it appeals to me more than Jock Lindsay's does. Okay, so you know that's yeah. I, I think I'd probably go Trader Sam's as well. I mean, I spent a little time at Trader Sam's, fifteen twenty minutes, whatever it was. So I'd like to spend a lot more time there, but I do plan on going to uh, Jock Lindsay's as well. But I think Trader Sam's, there's just much more to do, much more to see if you can get into, you know, the joint, you know, because you, you want to be inside. You don't necessarily want to sit outside because the whole experience is inside. So I would lean towards Trader Sam's on that. All right. Next, if you were given a free trip to Disney for three days, but could not bring a family member, whom would you bring with you? One, wow. You could bring one person who is not a family member. It's not a family member. 
yes. Do we consider each of us family? <laughs> well, I think by saying we only can take one, that automatically eliminates the two of y'all, because I <laughs> yeah. can choose one of you. So. Well... It'd make that actually for makes an, uh, it easier. It'd make for an interesting uh, conversation, though. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would. would. Uh, hmm. <laughs> well, I'll but, answer it first. If I'm choosing between both you guys, I'm going to choose Keith because he's the better cuddler. Aw, thanks. Buddy. I'm actually okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way. I mean, this is pretty Alan's easy. Out of the conversation. Yeah. It, it, if I, I'm not going to choose one of you two because that it's just uncomfortable, and that's I couldn't do that. So I would I would take Matt. You know, he he lives close by me, so that'd be the easiest thing. But uh, I would take Matt from Dixie Landing Dixie Landings, just because um, I can't choose one of you guys. I think that I'd probably take my friend Jack. Him and I uh, have known each other for probably about like 16 years now. Worked at restaurants together, and uh, we just have like a really uh, fun time when we're outside like of the kitchen too and i know that it'd be uh, a blast if we were both there together so for me there's a couple of people that it comes down to i have uh my one friend fred who was my best man at my wedding but i've been to disney with him a few times and by ourselves and he's been with us with my family a few times as well i always have a good time with him but uh, i have another friend brian who i used to work with at my old company and he just went to Disneyland last year. But I think I'd probably take Brian just because I think it would be a lot of fun because he's he's like he's like a newbie when it comes to Disney in a lot of ways. He's learning more and more about the parks and he actually listens to the podcast. So hi, Brian. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Poor <so>. Fred. <laughs> yeah. Well, great big rock fell on his head. <laughs> but um, I would probably take Brian because I think it would be fun to – Experience Disney with with uh, somebody who's, who's only got a couple trips under his belt, so I choose Brian. So next, I want you to tell me the first Disney thing you think of with the following words, okay? Okay. Funny. Uh, the Muppets. Uh, I sadly I hate to admit it, but I I did think of Monsters Inc. Last Lore. Did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I think that and that attracts it gets a bum rap. I think it's better than people want to give it credit for, uh, or give it. Uh, yeah, it, I think it's better than, than people give it credit for. So, I just, anyway. I, you know, I'm just impressed that it's the first thing that you thought of, which is, you know, interesting. You know, it's well, funny. Laugh. It's in the name. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cold. Hmm. Dole whip. <laughs> I don't want to answer this one either. Uh, the, uh, frozen. Annoying. Uh, annoying. Um, rude guess. Stitch's great escape. Tasty. Churro. <laughs> Dole whip. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say if, if it wasn't a dole whip, um, I would say uh, a turkey leg. Invic- no, 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 he said tasty. Tasty. <laughs> I know. I heard him. I heard him. Webster's defines taste. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Invigorating. Uh, rope drop. Hmm. <laughs> I don't really know on that one. Um, Splash Mountain. Cold water. That's invigorating. So. Relaxing. TTA. Uh, carousel of Progress. Taxing. 
Hall of Presidents. Ah, see what I did there? Uh, waiting. Educational. Journey into imagination with figment. <laughs> Again, Webster's <laughs> defines educational at no, um, um, spaceship birth. Finally, irreplaceable. Haunted Mansion. I would have said Haunted Mansion, but since you said that one, I'll say Pirates. All right. What is your favorite part of Main Street, USA? Hmm. <laughs> Main Street Electrical uh, Parade. That's a good one. The Dapper Dance. They are dapper. Yes, they, they are. are. All right. It's so, not just a clever name. <laughs> That's making me think tonight. This is weird. <laughs> so where do you think an attraction for Wally would best fit in Walt Disney World? Huh. I would probably say well, the future world at Epcot, if at anywhere. I mean, it's more of a like a space kind of a theme uh, there. I could see it maybe being like a meet and greet, um, something along you know those lines. As far as a full attraction, I don't really like think that that would work out too well. I'd, I'd probably put it in Tomorrowland. I mean, it, that it, it's not a perfect fit, but I thought about Future World at Epcot as well. But I, you know, I no, nah, I just I I no, <laughs> I have no <laughs> words. I have no words. I'll stick with Tomorrowland. I think that's probably the best place for it. I thought about Tomorrowland as well, and I thought about it's using the TTA as the attraction for Wally, because if you remember in the movie, they were they were moving around on those machines anyway that scooted you along. So it's sort of kind of like the TTA in a way. So they probably could do something with that, ed- giving you some sort of education as you're going through the ride. But I don't know how much that would fit. But I think Tomorrowland is probably the best fit in any of the parks. That's right. I had the right answer. Keith had the wrong answer. <laughs> but then that you're going to have to anger on all of those people that you're changing the TTA on them. That's true. All right. So I have some questions from listeners here. Kim Slusher. Hey, Kim. If you could get any celebrity guest on your show, who would it be and why? Past or present? Alive or dead? I don't know. It's, I, I would just assume alive. Alive. That's what I would go with. I already Eisner, that go ahead and claim that one before anybody else can. I know Sean's answer, so I won't steal his, but I think that I would probably go with um, Joe Rody. He's always been, you know, at in the top like five of our lists. I think anyway, his enthusiasm for parks and uh, the knowledge of the parks i think we could probably do like a week-long series on that and and, i mean it just would never be old i think that you know that's probably my top one alan like i said i'd choose i'd take eisner i mean i guess he's a celebrity he's a he's a disney celebrity for sure i mean it's eisner i mean you know I've, i've read the books i know the history i know how I mean, not that I, I wasn't there, so I don't know, but I know how the books interpret, you know, how it went down with him leaving the company. And I know it wasn't mm-hmm. pretty, but I mean, Eisner built the parks that we love. I mean, at least, you know, in, in my generation. Um, right. So I would love to, and I know 
even if we did get him, he wouldn't want to talk about Disney. But in a perfect world, you know, in our little dream scenario here, I'd take Eisner so I could just pick his brain about running the company. And I mean, he built the parks. He he was a part of the resurgence of Disney animation. Uh, not that it was his doing, but I mean, he he was running the company, so he had something to do with that. The film studio, I mean, everything. He for a long time he did it the right way. It just didn't necessarily end extremely well for him. True. So Keith, who was my choice? Uh, it's Richard Sher- or, uh Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Richard Sherman. Richard, Richard Sherman. Sherman. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I just I'm just fascinated by the, his life and his brother's life and the music that they created. You know, watching that documentary really, you know, the, the the boys, the, the boys documentary about their life, that really brought it up to a whole completely different level for me. It just, you know, my childhood goes back to Richard Sherman and and um, Robert Sherman and their music and and how much of an effect had it has on me from from movies to the park. So that would be. Without a doubt, my number one choice. Uh, still trying to get it. I, it probably never happened, but you know, one can dream. So that is mine. That was actually my first thought whenever um, you did ask that question. Um, I just didn't want to steal it from you, but what a guy! I, yeah, I know. But um, <laughs> I think uh, Stan Lee too would be a. Excellent one. Just to hear the the stories about you know the golden age of uh, Marvel and and how he created iconic characters and stuff that all of us love now. So I think uh, Stanley's probably like up there too. Excelsior! Excelsior. Harry only charges like fifty bucks. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Inside joke. Moving on. <laughs> all right. So next one is from uh, Robert Myrick. When scheduling fast passes, do you do rides you like or the family likes? Um, well, uh, it's just my wife and I, so uh, and she's not uh, like a roller coaster person. I just do the ones that I pretty much want to ride. <laughs> well, I mean, if it's a roller coaster, I don't care um, what you do. I'm <laughs> going to ride this. Well, no, she understands that uh, she, she's not a fan of those, and I am. So, you know, she's not, you know, going to take that part like of the experience away from me. So, so she goes and shops for <laughs> like a half an hour and spends a bunch of money, and I get to go and ride some roller coasters. So, <laughs> kind of, uh, this works out fine for the both of us. Yeah, it just costs you 150 bucks. That's all right. With the exception of Star Tours at Hollywood Studios, I we we kind of we schedule our fast passes together based on things that we both want to do. Um, and the only reason I get away with with picking Star Tours is because the studios is there's really not. A, I mean, the way it is right now, you know, you're you're going to pick Tower of Terror, you're going to try to get Toy Story, uh, and actually, I don't even remember the tiers, but you can't double up on some of those. So I think Toy Story, you can't. Is that tier one? Yeah, it I is. can't remember the tiers, but anyway, yeah. so there's only a limited number of attractions that we actually ride at the studios. So by the time we uh, select, you know, a tier one and then one of the tier twos, I generally get to pick Star Tours, and then I'll ride, and then I'll take her Magic Band and ride again because she doesn't ride Star Tours. So that's the only one that is planned for me, uh, but everything else we plan together. Aww. 
But there's, I mean, there's not a lot of attractions <laughs> that she doesn't want to ride, really, anyway. Um, she doesn't like the motion things, so like Star Tours is out. Soren, she's done Soren, and but until they change the video and you know get a little better quality, even I'm kind of like, meh, whatever. Uh, although I do love the soundtrack for it. Um, she doesn't like the Circle Vision movies, but those aren't really, except for at Epcot, I guess. I mean, they're not, well, they're not Fast Pass anyway, are they? Are they at Epcot? Can you do fast passes for like no. the movies? Not, not as of right, so. right now, so, no. So there's really not that many attractions that we don't both enjoy, but we try to we try to plan together on those. It's our vacation, so yeah. For us, because I have two young kids, if it's like we're going in May, so it's just gonna be my wife and my two kids. Most of the attractions are just gonna be based around the kids, maybe. One fast pass every other day will be for us to do, unless my son wants to go on some of the attractions. But chances are on this trip, I'm not going to do Rock and Roller Coaster or Tower of Terror, just because the the amount of time it's going to take and, and the lack of fast pass availability, like Alan was saying, with the tiered stuff. So chances are I won't do those. I'll do Star Tours. My son wants to do that, and um, that's fairly easy to do. But, um, for the most part. It's just going to be whatever my son wants to do and stuff for my daughter. Um, but if we're going with other people in the group, then it's it's kind of balanced. We try to balance a little bit more. But everybody wants to do some of the same things that the kids want to do, just to do them. But in that when that happens, I you know I do choose more of the coasters that will split. You know, my wife will do some more stuff with the kids, and I'll use fast passes or. Um, I'll stay with the kids and she'll do stuff with the fast passes. So it's, I guess it's a little bit of balance of each, depending on who's going with us. It is. I mean, with our um, trip in April, like I've said uh, on past episodes, we have extended family and stuff and, uh, and a bigger group of people. All of us are adults though, but, but I mean, you know, it's, we just kind of have an understanding um, that not all of us, you know, are going to ride the same stuff and, and you know, we'll just kind of like set up a meeting spot, and then all of us kind of go and do our thing and meet up. So um, <laughs> it's kind of you know based on you know ages of people too. I mean, like Sean said, with kids, it's kind of hard to just to say, oh well, like screw you guys, I'm riding a roller coaster. So it's all kind of individualized. All right. So the next one, Kevin, Terrible Pirate Seven on Twitter asks, what attraction Max? matches your personality and why that's tough i have to think about that for a second it is tough thanks a lot kevin <laughs> uh i'm gonna have to take a sip first before i think about that um hmm wow alan i don't really know i mean that's tough because you know i mean how do you describe your personality no no comments from the peanut gallery please um <laughs> You know, I mean, I like to think I'm a nice guy. I like to think that I'm, I like to think that I'm funny and I'm easy to get along with. And you know, for the most part, people like me. I'm smart, I'm funny, and doggone it, people like me. Um, <laughs> I knew that was coming. You know, yeah, <laughs> I wasn't going to go there, but then as soon as I said people <laughs> like me, it made me think of Stuart Smalley. Um, but you know, I like to think of myself as all of those things. So then, how do you pick an attraction that's funny and easy to get along with? And uh, I mean, you know, my Muppet Vision. I don't know. You know, that's a funny attraction that that anybody can enjoy because it's not a it's not a motion ride. It's you know, it's just a movie, and 
um, Muppet humor is good, clean fun, and blah blah blah. And uh, you know, uh, that's really that's really difficult to to um, take human characteristics and, and apply it to an attraction. Uh, but I'll, I'll go with Muppet Vision. That was my first, the first one that kind of even remotely popped in my head. So I'm going to stick with that. Keith, you mind if I take it next? No, please do. It just happened. He's, ho- <laughs> he's hoping we'll uh, forget him and yeah, exactly. move on to the next question. I had thought about this as Alan's talking, and I, I sort of kind of listened, but I really didn't because I was thinking about what would represent me. I figured it out. Test track. Oh, okay. Because test test track breaks down a lot. And I'm not saying that I break down, but I, I I need like to be broken down to relax a little bit. Sometimes a little bit. I'm a little too go 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 go, and then I need to stop so I break down and rest for a little while. Um, it's fast at the end, you know. I mean, that's how I drive. It's crazy. It's like driving test tracks, like being with me that in the car. True. You know, I so you can, yeah. <laughs> So, I can vouch for that. <laughs> so it's, it's like that. You know, that's how I am. You know, driving. I look at the inside of of the attraction. Is you know, it's futuristic and and computerized. And you know, I work in IT, so you know, I, I get that aspect from it. I get. I don't know. I mean, I, I think that's. I think that one I, I most relate to would be Test Track. I think. Well, let's see. Um, I think that for me, um, um, I'm going to actually go with. The tiki room, like I like tropical settings, and you know, uh, and being at the beach, I do consider myself to be, you know, like somewhat funny and witty, um, and sarcastic. Yeah, I uh, agree. I agree with that. It's kind of you somewhat. know, like my sense of humor, and of course, as everybody heard, I can sing, so <laughs> uh, so it just kind of fits. Something like that. <laughs> I was I was with hey. you until the whole I can sing part. Hey, and then... everybody on Twitter, except for you, loved our singing. So, a whole new world. <laughs> Please don't. I don't want our listenership to decline. <laughs> oh, they won't. They're gonna, we're going to get more and more Broadway's listening. Yeah. Yep. We're starting a tour. Yes. LiveNation.com, you get tickets there. Yep. Two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. a eighty dollar convenience charge. Next to pay people two dollars to come listen to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. Disney Dave eight oh eight. Uh Aloha from Hawaii. Hey. Dave. Mr. Tupper. Dave asks if one minute Disney Dream were an animal in the Safari and Dak, what would it be? I could go so many ways with this question. <laughs> I could go, go like serious, I could go extremely mean, or I could, could go funny. <laughs> and for me, extremely mean and funny kind of overlap a little bit. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, Lord. Um, um, <laughs> go ahead, Alan. Nah, I'm trying to think of a good answer here. Uh, we'll pass the pinata bat back and forth until we get it right. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> God. 
Because silence is so good on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Well, you can Sean, go ahead and edit out the Jeopardy the theme, actually. Uh, I don't know if we're allowed to play the Jeopardy theme. That might be copyrighted, but you know. Yeah. Come on. Um, I, I, I'm going to say giraffe. I like to stand there and chew. I was going to say the flamingo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but that's the first thing that popped into my head. Interesting. Um, <laughs> that's that's interesting. Maybe it's because he changes color when he eats like certain things. I don't know. Could maybe be. That's it, it certainly could be it. Do you remember when they took um, the Big Red storyline out? And, right. And uh, you know they, they finished up the end there, mm-hmm. and they put the zebras in there, and they had to take them out because they were ornery. They kept biting at the car, at the trucks, and they were, um, you know, everybody likes zebras. You know, don't get me wrong, I mean, zebras are cool, but they can be a little moody sometimes. They get a little attitude problem. Yeah, that sounds about right. They had to be relocated. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with that. All right. I'm going to go with that. I'll take that. All right. Dave has another one. No, if Dole oh, Whip Daily were an animal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if Dole Whip Daily were to come to Florida and cook a delicious meal for a family, what would be his favorite dish to make? Barbecue. I think I actually answered this on Twitter yeah, when he asked it. Yeah. It did? Yeah. Well, I would say barbecue. I mean, every, I mean, well, not everybody, but that was Keith and I's, uh, our friendship kind of started on a mutual love and admiration for North Carolina, specifically Eastern North Carolina vinegar-based barbecue. So I would like to think that Keith would make barbecue for somebody. That's my choice. I'm not Keith. I don't think Keith should be allowed to answer it because obviously Keith knows what he would cook. But I've already answered yeah. it. Well, I didn't read I was, that. So no. what did you tweet? I didn't see. That's that. actually uh, exactly what I said. I said. Oh uh, really? Nice. Yeah. Um, Nailed I think it. I said the pulled pork and jalapeno cornbread, corn you on the cob. You gotta put some greens in there. Come on. And uh, I forget what else I put on there, but yeah. Dude, yeah. you can't have pulled pork and cornbread without some collard greens, bro. Greens would be excellent. There you go. There. That's better. I, I figured that it would have been pulled pork, but with cheer wine reduction, not a cheer, reduction, a cheer wine uh, sauce mm. in it. That's a figure what you would do with. Uh, you know, cornbread and and. Uh, but the cheer, the cheer wine reduction would be more of a sweet, and and Keith is not a sweet barbecue sauce guy. He, he likes the tangy. Well, I figure just because it, he, he, it'd be available to him down in the south. That's true. You know, crack a lackey sauce. I think is what. Yeah. Crack a lackey, not crack a lackey. It's it's crack a lackey. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Crack a lackey is crack crack. <laughs> well, crack a lackey sauce. All right. The next one from uh, Dave goes. If Norman Bates, Norman Bates. <laughs> if, if Norman Bates had to live with one of the Tiki members, who would it be? See, this is like earlier when I couldn't pick one of you to go to Disney with me. I can't <laughs> pick one of you to live with either. <laughs> so I'm going to say it would be Keith just because he would cook for him. And uh, I'm going to say it's Sean because... <laughs> Oh, because Sean can take him out to better restaurants than I can here. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm not answering this. <laughs> you're out of your mind. Now, I, I, if I had to pick, and, and, and it's it, this is this is solely based on external uh, 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 situations, whatever the word. I messed up the right word, but anyway, it's got nothing to do with Sean or Keith. I, in and of themselves, I would be fine living with either one of them. I'm being a politician right now, going right down the middle. Uh, but honestly, I've been to Ohio, and no thank you. I don't want to live in Ohio. <laughs> Not that Jersey is some, like, amazing, beautiful state, but... Yeah, um, I was like, if, it's the same weather, man. I mean, <laughs> no, it's not the weather. It's just, I've been to Ohio. Come on. I don't know. I guess it ultimately comes down to location. Um, you know, I've not actually been to, to Keith's town, but I my sister used to live about an hour from Keith, so I know what that area is like. Um, but the town that Sean lives in, I mean, it's up in the mountains, and it's just, it's really, really beautiful. I mean, you know, for Jersey, like, who knew that was actually a part of Jersey that's, that's pretty... But he's up in the mountains, and I love the mountains. And I would, I would, I would live there. He's, well, he's an hour from New York City, but that's like four hours technically by bus. <laughs> um, so you know, you have access to New York City. Um, you have access to Taylor ham, egg and cheese with uh, salt, pepper, ketchup on a bagel, which is delightful. You know, there's just there's just more of a draw to to living in with with. Uh, with, not necessarily with Sean, but where Sean lives. Jersey so. Shore and Snooky. No, I, 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 no, big... no, uh, no love there for Snooky or Jersey Shore. <laughs> I never watched that show. I'm not you. Yeah, I don't watch that either. Liar. Right. Plus, he's he's close to he's close to Manhattan, so I can you know I can go visit Estelle and her husband James, and we can go meet with Safari Mike and. The hipsters are up there. We can go hang out and have a beer with the hipsters. I mean, there's all sorts of. There's a huge Disney crowd in, in uh, that area. Yeah, there is. So that that gives you gives me more perks for living there than Keith oh. and his wife and are the only Disney fans in whatever town Ohio he lives in. I can't even oh. pronounce it. I always say it wrong. For somebody who you know couldn't choose, you sure came up with a hell of a lot of reasons. <laughs> What I said was I couldn't choose between you and Sean. Wow. It's easy to choose between Jersey and Ohio. There's a difference. You have to make it so obvious. <laughs> All right. Last question. And you're right. He does have better restaurants. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Dave. Yeah. Thanks La- for breaking up the Tiki Birds. This is the last <laughs> show ever. All right. Last question. It's not Dave again, is it? No, it's not. This is this okay, is my good. my final question here. Oh, okay. You have to choose one Magic Kingdom area resort to stay in for a week, but you have absolutely no view of the parks or water. Which resort do you stay at? Mm. So it, basically, it's going to be you're going to have the worst room possible. So you're solely picking it on for whatever reason. So if it's like the Wilderness Lodge. You're gonna have view of garbage cans. If it's um, the contemporary, you're gonna have a view of the parking lot. If it's um, the poly, you're gonna have view of the parking lot. And if it's the Grand Floridian, you'll have view of the monorail and parking lot. I would say the this Wilderness Lodge. I love Artist Point. It's a fabulous restaurant. I like the ferry boat ride to the, the park itself. I just enjoy the outdoorsy um, theme of it. I think it's really well 
like themed and authentic. So um, I would probably go with the Wilderness Lodge. That was going to be my original answer until you started saying, you know, it would be a garbage can view. Because I figured, okay, I can't view the water and I can't view the park, but at least Wilderness Lodge is going to have you know a great you know woodsy view. But if you're telling me it's garbage cans, then I'll go back to, um, I'll go to the Grand. I've always wanted to stay at the Grand anyway, so I'll take the Grand. I mean, if you're ever looking a parking lot, whatever, at least when you ever look the parking lot, you're going to see the monorail uh, at the Grand Floridian. Same with the Poly, for that matter, but I would take yeah. the Grand. Yeah, for me, I would choose the Poly just because that's my new obsession at the moment is is the Poly. I love it. I can't wait to go back there and stay there next in a few months. Um, that's an easy decision for me because, you know, as a DVC member, there's a pretty good chance of of getting a view of the parking lot anyway, so it's not the end of the world. I'm not spending my the entire time there, so that's that's fine. I'm okay with that. I'm not a big fan of garbage cans, so Polly. But the windows have blinds on them. I mean, it's not like you're staring at the dumpsters the whole time that you're there. No, I know. Just saying. Okay. All right. That's it for me. That's it for miscellaneous. Well, I had a question for you guys. This one uh, popped up um, between Christmas and New Year's. You, know, you go on social media and, and everybody's the, – the queues are insane. In terms of wait times, I saw, you know, the Space Mountain wait was like 200 and some odd minutes, and it's just absolutely crazy. If that were the only time you could go to Disney, would you still go? For whatever uh, reason. I mean, you don't have to have a reason why, it's, but it is, it's, the only re- it's the only time you can go, period, it's because I said so. So I'm in prison for 368 days a year, and I get out one week a year, and I can go to Disney for that week? Is that what you're saying? And it has to be the week of, you have to be there between Christmas and New Year's when the queues are 300 minutes and, and the, is the this, uh, capacity and things of that nature. Well, if I've been in just prison curious. all year and that's my only week not off, Not that you've been yes. in prison. You just can't go. You, you, you're not in prison. It's not like anything like that. It's just you just can't go for whatever reason. Is this like forever or is this just the foreseeable yeah. future? Like, yeah, is this, like this is your thing. You can only go this time of year. Well, then, yeah, I mean, I'd say yes, if that's the only week I could ever go. If you're saying, like, for the next five years, I couldn't, you know, let's just say I couldn't go back to Disney until 2015 in the summer or wherever, 2021, um, I would probably say no, but if it's forever, then yes. Uh, Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much my feeling, too. I mean, if you understand this walking into it that it's going to be like that then then i mean you just kind of have to to go with it i mean you know you can ride what you can either that um or choose like two attractions a day and just you know stand in line all day it's not my preference to to be there then but i wouldn't give up a chance of being there just um, because it's crowded so as a follow-up, would you rather go again that week, December you know, 25th through January 2nd or whatever, you know, that, that little week there, or would you rather go in like you know, July 4th, that week of July 4th, you know, basically one of the busiest weeks of the summer, and you have to deal with you know, 95 to 100 degrees, or would you rather deal with slightly busier crowds at Christmas, but a little bit better weather, generally speaking? Oh, without a doubt, Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. Just it's the uh, heat would would 
put me over. Because, I mean, you do <laughs> have, like, four parks plus like Disney Springs, um to to be at so i mean like say you know one park is just crazy then you can go stuff and try you know epcot um like or the studios where you know it's probably not quite as packed like as the magic kingdom would be but if you do that it's with the heat and the the patience level kind of lowers then i would choose the better weather over uh, the slightly smaller crowds. That's fair. Okay, well, that's going to do it for me. You got anything, Keith? Um, no, I'm good. All right, well, that's going to do it for this week. But first, we want to thank our sponsor, Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers provides premium stroller and crib rentals delivered straight to your door. For more information, visit kingdomstrollers.com or call 407-271-5301. Also, head over to myfantasybands.com where you can customize covers for your magic bands for your next Walt Disney World trip. And if you use the code ENCHANTEDTIKITALK20, you can get 20% off your order. That's myfantasybands.com, code ENCHANTEDTIKITALK20. Be sure to let us know what you thought of the show. Comment in the notes over at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. Email us at podcast at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. And leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI. That's 256-469-8454. You know what? Somebody please call us because we keep getting this one call every day from some telemarketer that never leaves a message. They've called every day for like a month, I, I think, know. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Can someone else call just so when I get that Gmail that says we got a call, it's not that same stupid telemarketer? <laughs> I digress. Like us on Facebook. Check out our store at redbubble.com. Follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at Tiki Talk Podcast. Uh, lastly, if you enjoy the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. And you can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's one M I N at Disney Dream and MouseWorldVacations.com. And you can find me um, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dolph Whip Daily. And please uh, check out my Disney Dude Diet blog series. It's at EnchantedTikiTalk.wordpress.com. And follow me on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at Norman Bates. That's N O R M N B, the number eight, the letter S. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. Wait for it. Wait for it. I'm so happy you guys didn't call me Hippopotamus. (laughs) Hippopotamus. The rhymes are bottomless. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. I hate that song. You do? Yeah, yeah that song hates you too. So shut yeah. up. And and uh, I hate the uh, the donkey one too. Dominic the donkey. donkey? Come on. Yeah. Hee haw! Hee haw! Did you get a drink? Hee haw! Hee haw! So annoying. <laughs> Dominic the donkey. Jiggity jig. Hee haw! Hee haw! You're Christmas donkey. Oh, that's spectacular. Um. You know what just replaced the final countdown? Dominic. <laughs> yes, I do. Whatever that one's called. It's the final donkey. Hee hee. Do 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 Hee hee ha. Wow. Look at the time. Uh, I got to run.